Ladies and gentlemen, this is KC Walton here for the eighth episode of the KC Show. Uh, here with me tonight to help review Royal Rumble 2018 is LK. LK, how are we this evening? Oh, I tell you what, it's so good to be back. It's it, I had like this weekend off where I just kind of did fucking guzzling nothing, and it really irritated me. Um, but digressing away. Um, I hope everyone in the live chat gets rocking and rolling. Everyone post live as always. If you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, um, enjoy, share, five star rate. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe, like. You guys know the gist. Looking forward to breaking this down properly. Um, again, I didn't catch the first two matches on the pre show because I was at work to 11 and the pre show started at 10. 10 o'clock, the pre show started. It was crazy. So I missed the first two matches on the preliminary show, but I watched everything, including the Bobby Roode scuttling fucker. <laughs> so. Uh, so we'll run through the pre-show. There wasn't much here. You had the six-man tag match. You had Kalisto, Lince Dorado, Graham Metalik defeated uh, Drew Gulak, TJP, Jack Elher. The only thing I can really say, uh, they had a cool, few cool spots here and there. You had the triple moonsaults. I thought Drew Gulak tried to basically police his own partners. It was really funny. Uh, Philly enjoyed Gulak, but it needs something better than this if you really want to you know, highlight this division. Uh, Revival and the club had a decent tag match there. Nothing out of the ordinary. I kind of like the ending. There's something different. Uh, but it's one of those things that on a show like this doesn't have as much credence to maybe Raw, uh, where maybe more people are watching it because you have people that don't have the WWE Network. You have people that don't care about the pre-show. Uh, so, you know, it might have been one of those things set up for a later time. And then you had the waste of a U.S. Open title challenge match. Everyone's thinking it's going to be some great legend, something coming up. And it's Mojo Raleigh, who not only was in the U.S. title tournament, but that we literally saw the same match just a couple weeks ago. So really nothing to it. Uh, the ending to that match was brutal. Oh. I don't I don't know whose fault that was. I'm going to assume that's Mojo because Mojo's horrible. But that DDT, he didn't lift. There was no movement. It was rough. I, I, I think it's time we get, we, get, we get a bit serious here. That was the single worst wrestling match I've seen in 2018. It was sloppy. It was botchy. Mojo's tan annoyed me. Um, the way he ran annoyed me. The way his entrance annoyed me. Like The only exciting part about his entrance was when he came out and then he kind of looked like he was going to walk back as if, no, this isn't my challenge. But then when he walked back to the ring, it pissed me off even more. I've never felt so deflated. Like, who, who, who could this be? And then Mojo Rawley. It was the most disappointing thing I've ever experienced. It's like when you're in a club and you like, like, there's a prime example. On Thursday, I went out with my friends and we went clubbing. And he was like, oh, yeah, there's this American bird and she, she's like an 8 out of 10. I'm like, 8 out of 10? You know, fine, I'll buy her a drink when she comes in. 
So she comes in and he's like, look, she's there, buy a drink. I'm not looking. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be surprised. I'm going to buy a drink. And then, you know, natural reaction. Sam, I pour myself, get rid of pour. I got myself a drink, buy a drink. Walk over and dude, she is the, she was a fucking one out of 10. And I was like, <laughs> I literally, like, dude, I literally was stood there with two drinks. And I literally went, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to go see my friend. I gave a drink to my fucking friend. I was like, dude, I literally, I was like, you piece, piece, piece of shit. Like she was revolt, like, Dude, that was a complete sell. But he was convinced she was an 8 out of 10. He's like, oh, maybe I was drunk at the time. She was an 8 out of 10. Like, dude, what? <laughs> if that's your 8, I'm worrying what your 1s are going to be, mate. Absolute tragic. Hope you listen to this show, you bastard, 8 out of 10. So don't tell oh, anyone from God. work. Don't tell anyone from work, please. <laughs> Fucking right, I did. Uh, but that's what it felt like. It felt just so disappointing. And it was like, oh, man. That was tragic. So bad. Maybe want to puke. But no, that DDT was god-awful. For those who didn't know, basically, Rude was on the top. He went to do like a tornado DDT, but he kind of stopped and then went to lift, but Mojo didn't lift with him and just kind of spiked his neck, and he looked like a fucking imbecile. No. And poor Bobby Rude, like, he, you know, US champ heading into the Rumble, he gets Mojo. Like, I'd have been pissed if that was me. Like, really, really, this is how you reward me? I'd rather get dumped out first in the Rumble. <laughs> Uh, so we move on to the opening match of the pay-per-view show, which is AJ Styles defending the WWE Championship against both Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. A lot of interesting work inside of this match. Um, we kind of really crapped on it when it was first announced, and they had this kind of convoluted storyline. to go how this match was going to kind of be. But I think setting up from last week, the injury to Kevin Owens really helped sell this entire thing. Uh, you get a lot of good moves. Um, they had Kevin Owens uses an interesting electric chair drop, uh, which gets kind of a really good reaction there. One point, Kevin Owens goes to the cannonball, kind of screws up his leg again, so it kind of hurts him. And you get some really good uh, Kevin Owens, or sorry, Sami Zayn and AJ Styles action here. Um, you get this awesome monkey flip spot where Owens monkey flips uh, Styles into a Hurricane Rana. Uh, Styles hits the backflip DDT onto Zayn beautifully. Zayn hits a blue thunderbomb mm. that made you bite because he finished it on Thursday with it and because of how Styles, I mean, barely kicked out of this. This was, I mean, as close as you can get. It was two and seven eighths. It was beautifully done. Um, you get the screwy finish. Uh, you get Styles rolls up Owens even though Zayn was technically the legal man. And also they tried to play it off like style shoulders were down, even though it wasn't down for like the full three count. They kind of tried to do that. Um, afterwards, KO and Sammy are complaining again to Shane, you know, ref screwed me. Well, the refs suck, but Shane doesn't give a crap. He goes, yep. And just walks away. What were your thoughts on it? I enjoyed the match. Like we, like we said, we kind of shouted it heading in like, why is it handicapped? Why is it handicapped? But I enjoyed the near falls. Um, it was just a really good wrestling match, and a lot of people are like, why is it doing time match on first? Like, the card structuring was very strange. We'll talk about the card structure when we talk about the men's rumble. This is a good idea to kick off the show. I'd rather be on first than stuck in, you know, kind of like hour number two. So, mm. you know, it did its purpose. was a good match, and I'm glad AJ retained it. We didn't have the first ever, quote, WWE champion. Yeah. Uh, second match of the night was interesting, to say the least. 
two out of three falls match, SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships, the Usos defending against Gable and Benjamin. Uh, Usos start out really hot. I like their promo to begin with. Uh, you get Gable and Benjamin who really work over the leg of Uso A. I'm not sure which one it was, to be honest. Um, and they do it really well. They do it really methodically. They sell it well. It's a great look to it. Uh, you get a long time before the first fall, which you usually don't see in these two out three falls matches. Uh, usually they kind of do a quick one, you know, maybe a couple minutes, and then you get a really quick blast uh, of like a tied up pinfall. And then you kind of drag out the last one. This one dragged out, dragged out um, until, and I will say they hit a few really good false finishes where you really thought, um, Gable had the high suplex. I thought that was done. Uh, they, the Osus hit the super kick and the splash. Thought that was done. Finally ends up, uh, they basically super kick the hell out of Jack Gable. Uh, Usos get the first fall. So now you're thinking, okay, uh, Benjamin Gable are going to come back. They actually take out one of the Usos on the outside with the power bomb clothesline combo. So now you're thinking, all right, they're going to go in, beat up the other one, tie it up. Instead, Jimmy or Jay Uso, I believe it was, rolls up Chad Gable and they get the one, two, three, and it's a clean sweep. It's two and O sweep here. And they both run out of the ring and Chad Gable and Sean Benjamin are sitting there going, the hell just happened, you know, and Gable and Benjamin looked good. I thought, I actually thought they were going to put the belts on them at one point, especially after the kind of arrest thing and just kind of the landscape. I felt like they needed some fresh blood as champions, even if it was for, you know, a quick stint, month or two maybe before rumble and instead we got this i don't mind the 2-0 sweep it, i just think the timing of it was weird i think it's really strange because i was heading in and I, I said this on the show i just did a minute ago i said that there's no way like heading in if you told me that the usos would win two straight i'd call you a fucking liar outright yeah and a moron because the dui stuff you got they, they love to punish people in their own way like they're a scummy company like that they punish you from within and then all of a sudden you'll, they win too straight, and you look up, you're like, "What the fuck?" Like they, you just, you go, "No!" Like, where's their punishment? Maybe they're gonna get, or maybe they fought because Jey Uso lost, or the guy who done the DUI lost on the SmackDown mm-hmm. to Gable. Maybe that was his punishment, and they don't want to give it to him at the Rumble. But you know, the match was great, but it's kind of hard to come back from two to nothing. I'll be interested to see how they retaliate with Gable and Benjamin booking wise, because it's gonna be a tough one. Because you really look like a job if you lose two straight. Exactly, and that's the thing that tells us. I, I know that the expectation is you always have the 1-1 one, one and you kind of have the third ball. Um, so this 2-0 is interesting to do. Um, I give them kind of points for creativity, but like you said, it's very hard for as a tag team to come back from that unless this is going to be the catalyst for them to split up, which is going to be unfortunate because I think they're a good uh, kind of mid-card slash, once again, kind of temporary title holder uh, for SmackDown there. Uh, and then we get into the Men's Royal Rumble as the third match of the night. Um, and it was kind of interesting when they announced it. I figured they might bookend these, you know, Royal Rumble to the start, Royal Rumble to the end. Um, and I definitely, and I tweeted this out, unless what happened happened exactly as I said it would, there's no way that they were putting the Men's Rumble first, Women's Rumble last. Um, but overall impressions before we get into the deep down, I enjoyed it. It was a good rumble. Uh, you had some really good surprises here. Um, Rusev comes out um, as soon as he did, and in English introduced him. My fiance walked out of the room. 
She mm-hmm. said, tell me when it's over because she hates Aiden English and it's hysterical. Uh, Rhino had a good story. I thought <laughs> one of the funniest spots that I've seen in a while was the Heath Slater beatdown. Yeah. Um, they did that well. Everyone just kind of popped him a shot, just gave him a good old boot. Uh, felt bad for Sheamus getting uh, getting the elimination. Like, come on, man. They even said it was his birthday, and you're like, really? Uh, I thought I actually I popped for the Andrade Cien Almas. Um, he had a great showing at TakeOver. This is one that I didn't expect from NXT. You know, I expected, you know, could be could be a Gargano, could be, you know, anyone really. You could put a Lars Sullivan, a Killian Dane, someone like that in there, someone that maybe they didn't use, a Velveteen Dream even, based on the pop he got the other night. But Almas was good. I like that. Uh, you have Ty Dillinger comes out for the 10. And there's one thing that I really didn't like about this. So last year he comes out at the 10. And it was a big pop. Everyone loved it. This year, he draws number 10 again. Now, technically, once again, in the world of WWE, you're supposed to randomly be assigned your Royal Rumble number. How'd that happen? Now, Grant, Sami Zayn beat the crap out of him. Ended up coming in. Um, I'm surprised that we didn't see Kevin Owens later. You know, I that kind of took me by surprise. But, you know, he is playing up the injury. So, good for him. So, first third of the Rumble, what were your thoughts? I enjoyed it. It's just something di- different, and, and like I watched the rumble with um, that was about five of us. So it was, it was a real good atmosphere for the rumble. We all picked like random numbers. I picked nineteen and uh, twenty. I think I had. I don't know. I had a coming match. I had big match John and someone, and um, it was a great atmosphere. The rumble was always fun to watch, like because you don't know, like especially live, like you don't know who's going to come in. And every time, like we did a we did a. Uh, time um, calculator the, the times are completely made up for the 90 seconds they are 100 150 percent made up there's not even a shoot the elias one went over two minutes when elias came out went over two minutes like generally as a shoot it's not 90 seconds at all so the first 10 you kind of get your usually you kind of enter you know get your rhinos you get your slaters you get mm-hmm. your shamus and they come on out and that's all well and good get the ring full while whilst it's early people could go for a piss and it was it done its job, and I, I I for one enjoyed the whole rumble, and I enjoyed the first ten. I, I nothing. Royal Rumble is kind of that that guilty pleasure. Like it's not a great wrestling match, yeah. but it's just so damn fun. It, it's yeah, and so part of and part of the first ten too that we forgot to announce is Finn Balor was uh, entry number two, which you kind of felt he was going to be the Iron Man, which he ended up being, which was great. And Corbin, he came in, he actually got eliminated really quick from Finn Balor, and then just destroyed everyone, which I was kind of. You know, I thought Corbin was going to last a lot longer than that. You know, I don't mind him getting, you know, the surprise elimination by Balor there. Uh, but I thought he was going to go a little bit longer. And you could tell that this was just a filler, you know, for Elias, basically. Uh, the second 10, we start to get the New Day in. You get Apollo Crews. Nakamura comes out at number 14. Um, you get Cesaro. Uh, you get Jinder Mahal, who they yeah. gave him a little bit of a spot. Uh Jinder Mahal is the unlucky recipient of the Kofi Kingston uh, spot this year. And Mahal eliminates Big E and Xavier Woods. Then he tosses out Kofi Kingston, who lands one foot on the ground, one foot firmly on Xavier Woods. And then is saved by Big E going, wait, instead of just putting your foot back on the apron, put it on this plate of pancakes. Because that makes sense. Jinder Mahal blocks him going in. And then they actually got something good. 
all of a sudden Biggie and Xavier Woods start locking their arms like a cheerleader stunt. And I'm going, this is either going to be amazing or Kofi's going to die. And luckily it was the amazing. They launched him about 20 feet up in the air, over the top rope, back into the ring, over Jinder Mahal. And Jinder Mahal is going, what the hell? That was really good. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, Kofi eliminates Mahal. And I like that uh, almost then he eliminates Kofi Kingston. And there's that hesitation that he almost throws him back to the New Day. And he's like, no way. That's dumb. And throws him on the other side. Uh, you get, So you got Bray Wyatt in the ring. You get Woken Matt Hardy. And you get a very, very interesting spot here where Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt stand off. And they eliminate. They just start going after people. They eliminate Rusev. Um, they eliminate someone else. I can't remember what it was. And then they start beating the crap out of each other. And they both... This was interesting to start. Because I'm like, all right, you know, maybe there's something here. Then they start beating the crap out of each other. And then they go to do this double elimination where they basically miss the rope by about three feet. They start tumbling too early. Just potato sack themselves over the top rope. And I'm just like, damn it. <laughs> I go, we had a glimpse of redemption here for Total Divas, and then they just threw it out the window. No, uh, I'm, not, I'm just putting that there, Daz, and the, oh, I've, yeah. the, the, belt, the bet is won. Like, no one care. If you told me tonight <laughs> on Raw it's Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt, I wouldn't care. So I gave them six weeks, and we do not care. So well done, Dory. Yeah. You can always rely on you to win a bet, you stupid assholes. I no longer uh, have to watch. Well, not that I did in the first race, but I don't have to watch Total Divas now. We're so close. Amen. I feel like a clean man today. <laughs> So then uh, we'll skip ahead a little bit in the second 10. Uh, John Cena comes in. You get a great surprise entry, especially for kind of the old school uh, Royal Rumble fan and myself. The Hurricane comes in, was not expecting it. He tries to choke slam John Cena like the classic Stone Cold and Triple H moment. And John Cena goes, eh, eh, and just tosses him over the top. And Hurricane hams it up on the outside, which I love because that's him. Uh, so going up to Hurricane. What did you think of the second third of the Royal Rumble? Yeah, it was, it was memorable with the uh, New Day stuff. Um, I found it quite dull, like, getting all those New Day guys in. It felt like, okay, there, let's get them in. Let's get them in already. Come yeah. on, come on. Um, the Mahal stuff, my God, how the mighty fall. Um, WWE Champion to just being a part of a mid-card act, like mm -hmm. the New Day, in all due respect. And I'm not the biggest fan of New Day anyway. But... It's good. I like Dalmas. He had a really good run in the Rumble, and he had a good middle stint here. Um, the Hardy and Bray Wyatt stuff was appalling. Uh, they need to nail that on the head now. That, this makes me worried because they, they don't treat Bray Wyatt properly, and if they treat Matt Hardy even an outside, they treat Bray Wyatt. Matt Hardy's in trouble. You know, we're here laughing about, oh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I won the bet so I don't have to watch Total Divas, but Matt Hardy's probably not laughing because he may not, you know, be, I'm not saying he's going to get canned, but he may not be able to carry on being this woken character and he'll have to go back to being, you know, version two Matt Hardy. Yeah, it, that part was tough. So then Aiden English comes in at number 22. Nobody daily gets kicked out by Balor real quick. 23 is Adam Cole. Yeah, something good. I did not expect after the match he had with Aleister Black the night before where apparently his thumb almost fell off. Um, I don't know if you caught that, all the blood thumb, wrapped it up, everything like that during the match. Like, that was crazy. He had the ribs taped up. He took a beating, and good for him, because not only did he come out there, he lasted a while in there. Got a good pop as well. 
Yeah, very good pop. I thought I didn't think I'd see this for at least a year. I didn't think that they were going to touch Adam Cole yet. So that was kind of a cool moment there. Um, you get Randy Orton comes in and God, starts he, laying he out RKO's. And, and, and actually, you know how I have a thing for his jacket and how I always complain yep. about the fact you can only buy his jacket like this, like a long sleeve jacket. Yeah. So I said this to one of my friends. They go, well, why don't you just take it to like a professional place they can just cut the sleeves off? I was like, oh, yeah. That's a pretty damn solid <laughs> idea there. Like, I didn't think of that. <laughs> he was like, so you buy the jacket for, for 25 quid. And then you go to like a, a, I think they're called like a stream, like a stream. I don't know the actual terminology of the name, but they just kind of like cut your thing off professionally. It'll yeah. take them like five minutes. Oh yeah. And you, you pay a couple of quid, and they, there's your bloody jacket. And I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> like I now have to buy a Randy Orton jacket. Uh, you get a great moment where Almas launches himself straight into an RKO. Uh, that was a great moment. Uh, great run here. Uh, Tyson Nail twenty five, Miz at twenty six. And that was interesting. Um, and then you have the pop of the rumble here. You had at 27, not just Rey Mysterio. You had in shape, like mm. WCW style, Rey Mysterio. And man, did he look like it. And man, did he show it in that ring. So fucking quick. He came out. He didn't kind of have the gut going on. He looked great in there. And I was 100% surprised. Loved every second that he was in there. What was your initial reaction when he came out? Well, it was just kind of like, thank God I didn't have a beer or anything in my hand because I'd have thrown it wherever anyone's there. It was kind of like, whoa. Like, I didn't, I deliberately to myself, I stayed off the kind of internet on. On Sunday, because you yeah. could just you could literally have the Royal Rumble sport for you, and no one likes to go to like a like a like a gathering and be that guy's like, oh, when I know Rey Mysterio is coming out, I know. Yeah. Like we all made the deal, like none of us are going to go online that day, and it was just like, wow, I was not expecting that. You know, I thought he's because there's loads of claims that he's making good money in the Indies. I hope he doesn't sign mm-hmm. a deal. Yeah, I hope he doesn't sign a deal. I hope he because actually, you know, he's one of those guys where if he went to WWE, I don't care because he doesn't wrestle for anyone I really care for. Minus Lucha Underground, but you know they, they probably I know they're taking a budget cut, aren't they? So maybe they won't even be able to afford the poor yeah. boy. But as a whole, that's what Rumble's about, isn't it? Really, like it, when a push comes to shove, it's yeah. all about those moments. It's about those moments. And that's what I thought. You had four surprises here. You had um, Almas, you had Hurricane, you had Cole, and you had Mysterio. I think this is what the Royal Rumble was about. You didn't have an overload of them. You didn't have you know ten of them that kind of overloaded it. Almas was a great. You know, he deserved it type thing. Uh, Hurricane was that great nostalgia act. You know, it was the quick, it was kind of the comedy segment without being overly kind of hokey to it. Um, Adam Cole's like fans uh, that really respect that. And then Mysterio was that amazing nostalgia quality act that actually came in and made you think, yeah, he's got it. Uh, one of the notes I had at one point, the men in the ring were Randy Orton, Andrade Cien John Cena, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Damn. Wow. I did not think that, that I would ever hear that, say that, um, especially in WWE ring, especially at this point, being kind of this early in like Almas and Cole's career, Balor, Nakamura, same thing. Um, and then I won up myself by writing a note that said, Rey Mysterio eliminates Adam Cole from the WWE Royal Rumble. Another thing I never – well, it's one of those things. If you would have bet me money before this, yeah. I would say that 
in during this podcast, I'd be like, no, you're dumb. Like, I'll take your money. That's free money. And I'm like, I would have been horribly wrong. Um, so kudos to WWE on that one. That was a great one. Uh, so you get Roman Reigns in 28. Uh, Mr. I try and save Miz. They get all that. Goldust at 29. I didn't like this. Nope. Um, I was thinking this was a spot where Kevin Owens could have taken him out. Uh, come in. Uh, you could have used this on you know another NXT guy. You could have used this on a plethora of people. Especially for number 29. If you would have had Goldust come in t- first 20 or something like that, fine. But these ones are supposed to be either guys that really kind of deserve that, you know, maybe even like a Bobby Roode or someone like that who deserves this push. And then, of course, you had 30. Uh, we're all anticipating it. We're all waiting for it. You never really know who it's going to be. It ends up being Dolph Ziggler, which I wouldn't have minded, except for the fact that Dolph Ziggler sucked at it. Like, if you would have come in and, like, cleaned house, made it to, like, the final four, the final two, great. Instead, he's not even in the final six. And he's number 30. Like, what does that say to this huge dropping the U.S. title and coming back 30 at the Royal Rumble? What does it say about Dolph Ziggler? That he's a fucking jobber. He's beyond saving. Like, so it's like when you're at work and there's always that one person who you just like, they're untrainable. There's nothing anybody in this room can do to make that person be good at their job. And it, it, yeah. it, that's not not. I'm not saying Dolph Ziggler's bad. I'm saying that he just no. it's just a he's just a job. And I and I like Ziggler, and it sucks when yeah. he came out. Literally, we all popped in the room. We're like, yes, this is going to be Ziggler's Rumble. Mm-hmm. You know, at least him and Reigns in the end. Blah blah blah. Nakamura. Blah blah blah. And then yeah. he just got dumped out like he was a piece of trash. I'd be so pissed off if that was me. If I'm Ziggler, I'd literally be like, why the fuck do I take six week weeks off? I literally, what? Why did I take that time off? What for? Yeah. To come out and look like a jobber as usual? Ah. Guys ruined. Yeah, he he had an. It was an interesting elimination. He had Nakamura do the sleeper plex onto the apron. Balor kicked him off. Um, Other notable eliminations: uh, Seth Rollins launched Cesaro out. Uh, That was a good one. You know, there was a lot of interesting things during this Rumble as far as that goes. But it comes down to your final six: who are Reigns, Balor, Nakamura, Cena, Orton, and Rey Mysterio. Six I definitely wouldn't have bet on. And you get this kind of cool standoff where you got Reigns, Balor, and Nakamura kind of standing off against Cena, Orton, and Mysterio. So you kind of got the new regime against the old. They mm-hmm. are they all start battling out, going at it. Uh, Ray hits a few 619s, which was great. Uh, and you get uh, Reigns eliminates Orton. And then you have uh, Balor who eliminates Ray. And then you're down to Reigns, Cena, Balor, and Nakamura. Once again, another great Final Four because you have this duality to it so terribly they could have burned this into the ground they could have just had reigns and cena eliminate nakamura and balor like and just but someone smacked him over the head and said nope we're doing this and you get great moments it boils down uh cena eliminates finn balor which Balor doesn't really need it right now he's got a good thing going with the club keep that kind of rolling right now he can get somewhere on his own with that you're down to Reigns and Nakamura, and this is where everyone piece sat there in their chairs, clenched fists, going, don't do it. Don't do it, mm-hmm. WWE. Don't do it. And you're thinking, is Reigns going to win? Are they actually going to get to Nakamura? Get Reigns to the outside, and Nakamura blasts him like in Sasha, and it was fantastic. 
uh, Shinsuke wins, and the crowd went great for him. And then I was surprised afterwards. They interview him in rings. They, who are you choosing? And usually they kind of play this out, usually at least until the next pay-per-views. And he says, no, I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm facing AJ Styles. And that got a pop like no other because everybody wanted to see it. Everyone wants it. They're pulling the trigger on it. Let's go. Dude, uh, no, at least we've, we've only been, you know, asking for this match now, at least on here, since, mm-hmm. well, fucking God knows when. <laughs> I said, let's do AJ Nakamura. It. Since Nakamura came up, it was like, yeah, let's do AJ. It was from Money in the Bank, isn't it, when they had that um, yep. that kind of moment in Money in the Bank, and we're like, yeah. From then, we're like, yeah, that's going to happen. But it won't happen, because it's WWE and then on the business of being amazing. And tonight, yesterday, sorry, they were, and they actually thought, fuck it, let's have a great wrestling match. If we have to give Reigns and Reigns and Lesnar, you know what? Let's give them a, let's give the wrestling fans something. And it's quite coincidental how a certain Japanese promotion sold out in ten minutes, and how two Japanese wrestlers are going to be, you know, main event in WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. There, I I was wondering that myself. Uh, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, so then you have these filler, and I hate to call them filler, but that's exactly what they were. Um, you had the Raw Tag Team Championship match. You had the Bar defeating uh, Seth Rollins, Jason Jordan, and Jason Jordan is used very loosely as far as being a participant in this match. Uh, now, mind you, too, Cesaro, Sheamus, well, I guess you could kind of say Sheamus, but Cesaro and Rollins really just were in the Royal Rumble. Sheamus was only in there for a few seconds. But Cesaro and Rollins actually lasted quite a while, and they actually beat on each other pretty well um <laughs> rollins flame pants made me <laughs> laugh um i threw it out there on twitter and i was like oh maybe he's trying to hark back to you know jake the snake roberts and you had one of those pizza shit commenters i don't know his name oh my god and i Fuck saw it and i was laughing he's like no 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 dude he's like his theme songs burn it down i go so what? I'm like, what the hell? I was just laughing. I was like, oh my god! Excuse me. It's so the theme song is burn it down so we have a fire on his pants. That's why fire on his pants. Oh burn it down. God. I saw that and I just started laughing and I was like, that's fantastic. I go, I love people. Um. So what should have been burned down was Jason Jordan during this match. He, I know he's injured, so you kind of have to get him out of this match to begin with. So he fakes like this concussion thing, and if and he's just sitting there blinking a lot, and he's not in the right place, and he kind of screws over Rollins, um, and it's terrible. Rollins basically takes on the bar by himself, and he kind of at one point Jordan tags in, but he's horribly out of it, and the bar ends up winning the tag titles, and they follow Great Royal Rumble with this. And it's just this weird match. You know kind of the backstory of it. You know that Jordan's probably not going to do much to begin with. He, there was a reason why he, all the other three were in the Royal Rumble and he wasn't. Um, he had really weird like blue and neon green tights, which kind of pissed me off because it didn't go with anything that's going on. And it was just it was weird. I didn't like it. I The bar winning the titles is fine, but I just don't – I don't know. It just – Dude, 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 again, dude, 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 this was, was fucking shit. This was boring was as fuck. You go from this great hour plus I uh, plus mm-hmm. Royal Rumble match to to this, and literally, if if I wasn't there in a room, I'd have fallen asleep. If I wasn't with people, I'd, I'd mm-hmm. have completely fallen asleep. It was so dull. The crowd are just, 
okay, let's just have a quick breather, you know, before we have to see Brock and we'll get that done. Yeah. Out Let me go to our main event with the women's. Six hours of a wrestling show. It's just too <sighs> fucking long. Yeah. It's too it tough. And I watched five. I watched five and I was burnt out by this point because the Rumble takes so much out of you. Yeah. You can't go from Rumble to then, oh, Jason Jordan tag match. And it's just, no. Yeah. You know, it's, you, they should have saved that for all tonight. Yeah, exactly. That was tough. Uh, you get the Universal Championship match. I wanted so much more out of this. Uh, they hit a few okay spots, but it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted. I will say the highlight of it was Strowman and Lesnar literally beating the shit out of each other. Uh, Strowman gets a little hot and nails Lesnar in the face with a knee that they replayed about a dozen times. And then Lesnar said, all right, that's how we're going to play it, and punches him square in the jaw. <sighs> no holding back. They replayed that a few times, like literally – Strowman knees him in the face, and you see, like, the red mark on Brock's face. And even my fiancé was like, holy sh- like, did he really just do that? And then they showed the replay where Brock kind of afterwards just turns and is like, all right, bud, bah, and just pops him real quick. But you could tell you could tell he was pissed. And actually, uh, they did someone did an interview with Lesnar uh, after this, and he said that Strowman needs to slow the fuck down in the ring right now, that he goes a little too quick. Uh, basically, stuff breaks down. Lesnar starts beating up people with a chair. Uh, Braun brings ring steps into play. Lesnar puts Strowman through a table, then throws another table on top of him. Uh, they get this really just kind of all-out, frenetic, uh, big guy-type beatdown match here. Uh, you get Strowman just boots Lesnar in the face again at one point, power slams. And that the power slam they put, uh, he set up a table in the ring, and he power slams Lesnar, and he, like, deadlifted. Lesnar and power slam. It looked like Lesnar didn't help him at all, but you tell Strowman just lifted him up and tossed him down. Like that was a legit power slam. That was very interesting. Um, and then Strowman gets knocked out and Brock hits the F5 on Kane and Brock is still your champion and we won't see him till WrestleMania. Cool. And now the elimination chamber for raw is to see who faces Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. So is reigns orgy. Reigns and company. Yes. Reigns and company. Oh, good grief. Um, no, I would, the Rumble didn't do it for me. The, the, the Rumble, the, not the Rumble, sorry, the uh, Universal Time Match. It was, again, another one of those, if I wasn't with people, I might have wanted to see. But it felt like, oh, you guys, you have 25 minutes. And then the Rumble ended, you're like, guys, you got 10. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit, you know, let's, let's just go out there. And it's, nah, it, was, it wasn't that great. Probably, probably my joint worst match of the night. Actually, no, no, no. Mojo, Raleigh, and Bobby Roode was the worst match of the night. <laughs> yes tag tiles then it'll be the universal time match i just wasn't a fan of it it didn't i didn't care who won for some reason i literally couldn't care i was just okay cool let's get the women's rumble match and done yeah uh so speaking of we go on to our main event of the evening which is the first ever 30 woman royal rumble match uh you get stephanie mcmahon who's out there doing commentary and i'm not sure whose commentary i hated more tonight booker t's or stephanie mcmahon's both of them were equally bad uh, i thought booker t was really kind of just weird and pretentious and I'm not sure if that has something to do with Coachman uh, replacing him on Raw tonight or if he knew about it or something was going on. But Booker T was not himself. Uh, Stephanie was pretty much what we expected. Uh, she Cringy. was terrible. She was, she was so monotone. Cringy. Everything she said, I'm just like, no, I hate you. Um, I like that Charlotte and Alexa were out there. I, I felt bad for him because you know his performers are like, I want in this match. And yeah, it's cool being champion or everything, but like this is, you know, this is monumental. This is historic. Uh, so you get Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch kick things off. I think this was great. 
two that you know could last the entire match and kind of a cool way to kick things off really brought people in. I was really hoping, and I said this once again to my fiance while we were watching it, I said, man, number three needs to be a huge legend, like a good pop legend, a good name that just makes the crowd go nuts because you need to start off hot. You start off with Banks and Lynch, and then you need to keep it going You know, with a really good pop. And it was Sarah Logan. And I <laughs> cursed out the world. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And she's like, what? I'm like, ah, I go, of all the people, of all the people. I'm like, it's freaking Sarah Logan. I go, I could have had anyone else except for her. Uh, oh, I was so pissed. Uh, Lita was number four. Lita did pretty well. Um, well, well, I, I, I just want to say, I just want to say, I never want to watch her do a moonsault ever again as long as I'm alive. Well, that's... That was the next thing I was going to say is that she almost killed herself and everyone else with that moonsault. <laughs> Dirty. That was like, what ever moron cleared her to do that? Jeez. Oh, that was brutal. Uh, she did eliminate Mandy Rose. Uh, Kyrie she Singh looked, came she back. Looked very, she looked very good, as in she looked beautiful. Mandy Rose looked good. Night. I didn't, I didn't, I forgot uh, how beautiful she actually is. Bless her. Course. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie Singh came out and no one has any idea who she is on commentary, which was horrible. Um, what did Michael Cole refer to her as? Uh, a yacht lover or yacht enthusiast when she's supposed to be like a pirate character or something like that. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, but yeah, he he's probably sat there thinking, right, I'm with Stephanie. Does, I, I can kind of relax now because no matter how bad yeah. I am, she's going to be worse. Exactly. Um, this, was also, this was also the moment where Stephanie shoehorned in the China reference, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Tamina comes in. Uh, by the way, I just want to say she looked like an absolute fucking idiot in her white. <laughs> like a fucking idiot. So so I said this too. Like, why was half the costume department tonight all in white? Like, not just, okay, a little bit of white. Like, all white. Kyrie Sane, Tamina, uh, I believe it was Kelly Kelly. Uh, there's someone else. But so many of the women came in all white. And I'm just like, why was this the choice tonight? Like, I don't understand it. Why was everybody in it? Um Dana Brooke came in and she actually had some she had some good offense. I was kind of surprised by this one. Uh, she came in and she kind of took out. She eliminated Kyrie Sane. She had a little bit of offense. Uh, nostalgia. I loved it, but Tori Wilson was atrocious. She comes in and she was so bad. She, she hit like the uh, face the face buster, and oh god. It was so bad. She was so bad. <laughs> she was she was bad back in 2003, and she's even fucking worse now in 2018. But she looked beautiful. Fair play to her. 15 years, she hasn't aged at all. I will say, many of the divas, the women, the returning ones, um, Sands, like Vicky Guerrero and Jacqueline, um, they all looked in great shape. Like, mm. very good. Kudos to them. But you could tell most of them have not wrestled in 20 years. Uh, Liv Morgan comes out looking more and oh. more like a hot topic reject every single week, and I love it. Um, Molly Holly came out, and she started beating the crap out of people. And, man, she looked rough, too. Like, good for her, stay in shape, but she, uh, she was rough. That swan the top, Paul Sasha. Oh, God, she got hit hard. And then Lana comes out to huge Rusev Day chants. Huge. This crowd loved Rusev Day. Uh, they were chanting it during the pre-show. The And this is something I forgot to mention earlier. The pre-show, the crowd was so great. During the final five minutes of the pre-show, they were counting down every 10 mm -hmm. seconds like it was the Royal Rumble and then making their own buzzer mm -hmm. noise to the point where even Renee Young had to stop. And she's like, do you hear these guys? Like, this is great. Because you could just feel that energy. And that was good. Good shout out to them. 
Uh, Michelle McCool comes out. Looks a little rough, but you know what? She held her own. She did all right in there. Uh, she actually lasted a lot longer than I thought she would. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then you have the entrance of the night. Vicky Guerrero comes out screaming, excuse me, to everybody. She gets into everybody's faces. And the moment she came out, I go, crap. I go, how is she going to take a bump over the top rope? I go, this is not going to be good. She yells at everyone. I like how all four women in the ring just keep fighting. They just keep punching each other like while she's yelling at them at first. like, And then finally they turn around. They're like, what the hell do you want? All four of them have to very gingerly pick her up and like set her over the top rope. And it, I was just like, oh my God. I go, she's going to die. I go, this is going to be terrible. Um, it was great. Uh, so first half of the Rumble, what are your thoughts on the first ever Women's Royal Rumble? You know, heading in, I had my expectations were so low that they were beneath my feet. And you know what? I actually enjoyed the first half. And I enjoyed the second, like as a whole, I actually really, yeah. really enjoyed it. And I'm so glad because my expectations were, look, there's like 15 wrestlers announced. 10 of them are just nothing less than divas and trash. And you got five great women's wrestlers. So that the wrestling part worried me. But again, I forgot this story. They, their 90 second intervals weren't 90 seconds. They were like 60 mm -hmm. to 70. So by the time they got to the ring, hit they hit their finishers, then the next one comes out. So there's no kind of that awkward, 90 seconds of no wrestling going on and just kind of pulling hair so fair play to me. i actually really enjoyed the first uh first half yeah same thing you know it, this was kind of a fun nostalgia thing we weren't sure how that was all going to go down uh but they did well with it natalia comes in and she was kind of rough i was she came in i thought she was just gonna be like this powerhouse and she wasn't uh kelly kelly comes in and god she was awful <laughs> <laughs> she, she she was like i said she was bad in 2011 and she's still bad in 2008 she I, was bad she came in and she's got this white jacket on and white top white pants and man she was awful her she tried to hit a like tilt a whirl uh head scissors on michelle mccool and i thought she was gonna McCool die saved it yeah i yeah, thought i McCool thought saved it. I thought Kelly Kelly was going to drop early and fall straight on her neck. Luckily, Michelle McCool kind of grabbed her legs and, like, held on there. Uh, oh, that was brutal. Ruby Riot comes in. Uh, she eliminates Becky Lynch, which I was kind of surprised at. I thought Becky Lynch was going to go longer than this. Uh, I mean, she just she went long. She was there first two, and this was about 1920, but I thought she was going to be there kind of right up, you know, final six-ish. Uh, Jacqueline comes in. Jacqueline looks Mate, like she just she rolled out of fucking great clotheslines some great clotheslines like great that's clothesline. how you hit a fucking clothesline chance yes. ladies that's how you hit the fucking clothesline i will say that was one point in the men's royal rumble we'll rewind again uh reigns i believe was hitting clotheslines in the corner on somebody and he literally stopped and looked back because he knew that the spot was coming and then kind of did like a fake clothesline like a uh gotcha guy and then whoever it was came in like dropkick. He's like, yeah, there you are. But like he totally sold the spot first, like a good like five seconds early. Um, back to this match, you have Naomi. Basically, Naomi is the Kofi Kingston of the women's division because that she gets tossed out. A bunch of women catch her, basically put her on the barricade. She walks all the way around, grabs Maria Menounos' chair, and I thought she was going to do the Kofi Kingston like pogo stick spot. Um, instead, she just kind of puts her feet on it and like wheelbarrows herself cool. over the steps. I was like, okay, you know, whatever. And then she gets tossed out because that's what happens when you do a cool move. You immediately get tossed out uh, by Nia Jax and Nia Jax looked strong. I was kind of surprised uh, how, um, 
how quick she was kind of in there. I thought, once again, she would last a little bit longer, too. Uh, you get Ember Moon comes in, and she sold the hell out of her injuries from mm. the TakeOver match. Good for her. Um, she's still hitting one-armed eclipses like they're nothing, and they look really great. Uh, Beth Phoenix comes out, and that was one that I was kind of like, you know what, that's good. That's a good pick. Um, she, her and Nia Jax go one on one. They basically her and Natalia team up. Who they used to have, you know, the kind of little connection. For those that don't remember it, uh, they get this great moment where they kind of work on Nia Jax, and then Natalia goes, "Yeah, it's great to see you." They hug, and then Natalia goes, "See ya," and just tosses her. And it was a great moment because uh, it's that Royal Rumble. You know, it gets Beth Phoenix over. You know, gets that nostalgia moment, but still keeps Natalia relevant. Who I think that is one of the major points of this middle section is getting the women who are there uh, their spot. Uh, so you get Oscar comes in and just beats the crap out of everybody. Um, she basically just tears everyone apart, and then you get uh, Mickey, Mickey James, and then Nikki Bella. And I was yes. kind of surprised to see Nikki Bella. I didn't know if they give her the clearance for it. Um, Hey, it's anything kind of, a bit of sucky, sucky, <clears throat> gone clear for. Yeah, exactly. Um, you get Brie Bella next, who, same thing. You know, I thought she had a much better chance of being in than Nikki Bella. Um, so the, both Bellas are back, and they do a little bit of work. I mean, nothing too crazy. Um, nothing too good. Not crazy. You know, nothing too good. The, what was it? The Nikki Bella elimination of Carmella oh. was terrible. <laughs> She's just so- like... <laughs> Here you go. Please go over the top row for me. You can do you, all the I work. Beg, <laughs> I beg you. I beg you. Oh, so, so bad. See, that's what worried me about the the women's rumble, that sloppiness. And we saw a lot of it. Like, if it wasn't for these surprises, yeah. wasn't for the cool moments as a wrestling match, this was sloppy and fucking abysmal. Abysmal. From a wrestling standpoint, it was fucking trash. And you know what? I'll point something out before we get into kind of the finale of it because uh, we got some really good – they ended it really well. But I noticed a lot of women rolling underneath the bottom rope and just kind of taking a break. Um, Sasha did number of times. Like Naomi did it within like the first two seconds she was in the ring. She hit like a bunch of moves, got knocked down, and she you know, literally just rolled underneath the bottom rope and kind of hung out outside for a few minutes. Like, I know what happens during the Rumbles. Um, I know guys, you know, take breaks. They get waters kind of in the corner off camera. But they were doing it. I don't know if just the inexperience or whatever. But you saw them. Full view. And like I said, Sasha Banks, I felt like, did it, like, three or four times, like, noticeably. Where she was just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go take a break over here. And I'm just like, we can see you. <laughs> like, it just, that's one of those things, like, you're just, uh, it just kills me. Um so then you get number 30, and this was a spot everybody was wondering what the hell was going on. There was rumors of Ronda Rousey. You're wondering if Stephanie McMahon who was going to do it because she wasn't in, like, a full gown. You know, she was kind of in uh, yoga pants and, like, a top. Um, instead, I thought we got the best of it, and we got Trish Stratish. And damn, does Trish Stratish look good? She looks in shape. I know she's, like, a yoga person, but even, like, her attire and everything, it was something different. It wasn't bright white, which was fantastic. Um she comes in, and she eliminates Mickey James. Everybody gangs up on Nia. Um, and then you get another great kind of betrayal moment, which I'm hoping is leading to something down the road, because you get Sasha eliminates Bailey when there's still, like, six women left in the ring. It I'm doesn't never, come down to the two of them. 
I've never been so happy to see someone get eliminated other than yeah. Mojo Raleigh getting uh, battered by Rude. <laughs> yeah, this was one where, like I said, it didn't come down to two of them. It wasn't a necessary evil that, you know, Sasha had to eliminate Bailey. She saw an opportunity and she took it. And Bailey sold it really well on the outside. She sold that dejected, like, wait, you, like, you did that to me? Like, it was great. I hope it leads to something because obviously they're not going to be in the title picture. So, you know what? Give, Give us a secondary, or I guess in this case, it might be a tertiary uh, women's feud. And this could be really something good down the line. Um, <laughs> Natalia puts Trish Strash in a sharpshooter and is telling her to tap out. And I don't I don't really know why. Um, Trish Strash kicks her up and over the ropes. So that's a great one. Um, and then you have, so you have Sasha, you have Trish, you have the Bellas, and you have Asuka. And this was a really interesting one because I thought Trish was going to last longer. But Sasha ends up eliminating Trish. Uh, she goes back to Asuka. Uh, the Bellas help out. Uh, Sasha goes for the corner knees. And the Bellas catch her and eliminate her. Snyder down to both Bellas and Asuka. Once again, did not think this would be your final three. I definitely thought you'd have a Sasha Banks, a Becky Lynch, a Bailey. Um, I thought Trish was going to be right in there. Um, I was really kind of surprised by this. And you get Asuka basically wipes out. Nikki, uh, or sorry, first Nikki eliminates Brie, so you get more of the backstab. This one I think felt a little flat to me because you had the Sasha and Bailey one, and because Nikki has turned on Brie so many times, like it's not that it's not like you're like, oh, holy shit, how could she do that to her own sister? She's done it like 17 times in the past, like that's not a big deal. Um, and then you get Asuka eliminates Nikki, uh, I I thought the concept of that final elimination, they're battling it out on the apron. Uh, you get Asuka basically just goes gung-ho and kicks out Nikki's feet. Um, I'm not sure if it was the camera angle or if she didn't get all the kick, but it more looked like Nikki just flung herself backwards um, and landed well, out. But What I thought it was, do you know they did that really cool spot where it was kind of like a, re- like a reverse runner over the top, so Asuka yeah. was kind of like that, and then Nikki was trying to get over the top. And then yep. she landed on the apron. My assumption was she wasn't meant to land on the apron. That she was meant to just land on the floor. And then kind yeah. of Asuka's there on her back, like, what the fuck are you doing? And just kind of, like, kicks her. And she's like, "Yeah, shit, I don't know, let's just fall. That's how I saw yeah. it anyway. But, you know, at least Asuka won and the whole didn't win. Sorry, Nikki better didn't yeah. win. So Asuka wins. You have Charlotte and you have Alexa Bliss in the ring. Um, you know, basically they ask, you know, who Asuka's going to go after. She doesn't really give an answer. And then they pull the old NXT takeover. You think everything's done, and you hear uh, some theme music playing. You're not really sure who it is. Uh, and I believe it was uh, Bad Reputation was the song. And then you see the Rowdy and the Ronda on the screens. And Ronda Rousey comes out. Uh, good throwback moment. She was wearing Rowdy Piper's jacket, which I thought was kind of a cool little homage because uh, she has the Rowdy Ronda Rousey nickname. Uh, that she did ask Piper's permission back in the day for. Uh, so he, she was wearing one of his jackets that I believe it was his son gave to her. Uh, so that's kind of a cool moment. Rousey comes out and she goes to shake Oscar's hand. And Oscar's like, no, I ain't shaking your hand. Why the hell should I? And basically Rhonda just points at the WrestleMania sign about a dozen times um, and then leaves. And she's like, all right, see ya. And everyone's like, and there's this super terrible moment where she's like, she looks at Stephanie. Stephanie's like, now you 
I didn't know you were going to be here. And you're like, really? Come on. Like, no. Good try. Right. So, so, so an- another serious time. <laughs> so I'm expect to care that a failed actress, a loser of a mixed martial artist comes out. This isn't Conor McGregor. This isn't Floyd Mayweather we're talking about here. This is a female on her last two fights has been a fucking loser. All right. If this was two years ago, I would have come in my pants. But it's not. She is a loser. It would be like, who is a great example? Imagine Mike Tyson back in 1998 when he was on that hockey got banned for being such a savage. Yep. He comes to WWF. Imagine Mike Tyson being not banned for being a savage, but getting battered two times in the first round and then coming to WWF. It looks like, oh, he can't box anymore, so he's coming to WWE. This, to me, is Rousey going, look, I can't be in a May fighter anymore because I was lucky and fluked my way to a world title and I lost and got battered, so now guess what? I'll earn fuck tons of money. Don't even be famous. I can't do acting some shit. Oh, look, I'll just, like, like, even Batista got like a real good gig with Guardians of the Galaxy and got some really good gigs. Ronda Rousey, yeah. watch, name me a film Ronda Rousey's been in. Wasn't she in The Expendables? Oh, yeah, or was she in Fast and Furious or something? Any, everyone's in The Expendables if you have any name value. That's a good point. Like, and that was probably That's when a good she point. was, you know, red hot. And it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I just don't understand this part. This that, was, that was it's back when she was actually like kicking ass. Like, she's literally a loser MMA fighter. A loser. A big loser. It, it's it's ridiculous. See, if you don't watch MMA and you watch these gifts of Rousey battering the shit out of people, yeah, yeah that's all well and good. But what about exactly. the ones who have to sit there and watch her? Like, I remember people were sharing gifts of her, like stumbling back at the cage as she's getting fucking pounded, <laughs> and it's like, oh god. And then they're gonna have her beat the queen of promos, Ronda Rousey. It will be an honor to face you at WrestleMania because I was taught to say this at the performance center, and she'll just be there, like pointing at the sign, like. Yeah, I remember when I got my head kicked in two times yeah. in the first round. Yeah, I'm the man. Yeah, that's I'm such a great loser. I'm going to lose to you because what I do best, I can't stand. I can't <coughs> fucking. It would be like Conor that's McGregor the... getting battered in the first yeah. round twice and then going, oh, let's get a Dory because I can. Yeah. Ridiculous. And that, that's part of the issue is people that know that it, it's a very split field right now because you're either like, oh, you know, well, she used to be a really big badass. Or you're like, but she just did get murdered, and then she just left. She didn't do anything. She still hasn't answered for that. Um, you get MMA guys, uh, Daniel Cormier, after he's lost to John Jones twice, and he's come to the media after every single one of those. And whether he's cried in front of the media or he said, yep, I lost, he accepted it. Ronda Rousey's never done that, which is the big kind of issue with uh, many MMA fans. The worst thing is she comes out and she does an interview, I believe it was this morning, after the Rumble, and they ask her about MMA. She goes, Oh, well, I wouldn't say I'm retired yet. I'm still leaving that door open. Everyone's going, you're so full of shit. Like, it's that we know what's going on. (laughs) You know you are fucking shit. Exactly. (laughs) Like, everybody knows it. Like, it's just like, come on, really? Like, and it's terrible. And you know exactly why she's doing this. And you know what? She may end up being great at it. But then you start hearing the rumors that they're not even doing the Charlotte match with their mania. And that it's just going to be a waste. It's... You know, what you mean? Well, I, th- I thought they're going to be doing Rousey versus Queen of Promos again, and then they're going to be doing Oscar of Bliss. From so that's one of the, obviously there's always exceptions, but they would rather do from what I heard, they would rather bring in The Rock and do the mixed tag match with Triple H and Stephanie. 
oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes Rock sense. Because then, then you can get Rock in now. there. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I actually like that idea because then you can get the Rock on there, which is going to sell seats and sell tickets and sell network subscriptions and sell pay-per-views. you got Triple H, you can do the same. You get Stephanie in there, whoever on... Who wouldn't want to see Ronda Rousey kick Stephanie's ass? Because, okay, I think Charlotte could generally kick Ronda <clears throat> Rousey's ass. You know, yeah. the, the Queen of Power. But I, I, I don't... I, th I think Ronda Rousey could murder Stephanie. And, yeah, why not? I, I'd rather see that than her waste a, cha a, champ a championship match. She does not deserve it. I'd see, rather see Corretta DeVille against her. Or Sonya DeVille. <laughs> see, and that, and we forgot to mention her during the Royal Rumble. She didn't do anything big, but she did look good, too. She came in, and she she looked good, and she had a few good moments in there. Um, but yeah, it's just... It's weird. I don't know how to feel about it. Um, it's one of those things... You know, I reserve judgment until I really see how she does. But there's pros and cons about both of her matches that they're kind of eyeing right now for WrestleMania. You know, does the tag match feel like they're bringing in Rondi, Ronda Rousey just to kind of put over Triple H and Stephanie again? Mm -hmm. Kind of. That would be Could amazing. Be, as per usual. Um, but then, once again, if she goes in there against Charlotte and say that's her debut match, which it probably should be because that would draw the most, you know. Um, do you sit there and do you go, hey, you know, this is great. Um, you know, what happens if she gets in there and she isn't in there against Charlotte Flair, you know, and she's going to get worked. And then they're going to have, you know, maybe Rousey just armbar in like four seconds and it's going to be a waste. You know, you these are the things that I worry about when I sit back and I really think about it. On the surface, I'm like, all right, you know, it's something big. If Ronda ends up being good for two, three years, it's a great moment for the Women's Royal Rumble that you started out this way. If she ends up sucking and she looks terrible at WrestleMania and then does the same thing and she's like, oh, you know what? This isn't for me. I'm I'm gonna go do some movies now. Like well, attempt to do some movies, a stupid bitch. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go be on the Marine seventy two. Um, because that's a great franchise. Um, you know, I think once again we're we're gonna have to wait and see. Overall, the Women's Royal Rumble. Getting back to things, the Women's Royal Rumble impressed me more than I thought it would. Were there some errors? Yes, but were there some errors? Back in the first Men's Royal Rumble, yes. You know, it takes a while to kind of figure some of these things out. Um, once again, though, going into next year, if you're, if you're going to make this an annual thing, no, you, you need to build up the roster in order so that it's not half nostalgia again. Yes, they were fun. Yes, for the first Royal Rumble, it was great to see some of these women back until you actually saw them. When you saw them coming down the aisle, it was fantastic. When you saw them in the ring, it made you remember why 30 women was such a bad idea now now here's a funny story so when I, when I so i came home i was about half four um went straight to bed woke up today about half 12 went downstairs made myself some lunch and uh my mom was there and she was like oh how was it last night i was like yeah it was all right he goes how was the men's main event i was like the women went on last she's like no fucking way i was like yeah, yeah, yeah you know with this equality thing and she just started laughing and then i said to her so i said <laughs> 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 this makes me chuckle just think about it. compose and so, I, don't, I don't think i should say it actually because it's really really bad i'm not gonna say it. I, I, i'm sorry i'm not gonna say it because it just it sounds so bad i, I just I'm, I'm saying it in my brain and i can just picture okay now no longer being on youtube after saying something so disgraceful <laughs> but it was it was something along the lines of like the fact that there's whores and stuff that way but I said to her, like, that's, that's what happened, the Women's Royal Rumble match. And she goes, 
in like after the joke. And then she said a really great point. And the point was, are they going to be doing this every year? I said, no. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that surely means that they're going to have to keep bringing back those same people. So that's yeah. kind of silly. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Like, oh, fuck, does that mean so if we do it next year, do we have to see Tristress again, Lita again, Jacqueline again, Molly Holly? Who are we going to bring back different? Who is there to bring back different? There isn't exactly. Just, with men, there was there's tens of thousands of men. You're looking at about maybe yep. 100 women who have worked for the WWE. Yeah. And 30 of them are in there now. Uh, well, 15 of them on the roster right now. I, I honestly think next year they'll either do a 20-woman or it won't happen. Where And, you know, once again, this brings it back. Where were the iconic duo? You know, where were... I mean, they didn't work. Well, Peyton, Peyton, Royce was, Peyton Royce was on my lap, but that's a different ball game. <laughs> but you have people like that. I mean, you have uh, women that were in the May Young Classic. You could have thrown three or four of them in there. You know, I definitely think the the biggest slight, I think, was the iconic duo. Um, at least one of them, especially after the injury to Alicia Fox and she couldn't compete in the Royal Rumble. Um, she had to be taken out. Why not bring one of them in? You know, the the double entrance, you know, it would have been great. You know, I think those were two that deserved it. Um, Nikki Cross could have been there. You know, there's a lot of those women that could have been there, and it was kind of a shame that they didn't get to be a part of that, um, especially given how bad Kelly Kelly looked. We'll get a live chat before we skedaddle. Uh, Brian says, New Japan Strong Style sold out in 10 minutes. That is very impressive. Wow. Uh, Andrew Linkerfelt says it'll be cool to see Officer Payne come up to SmackDown and feed with you. So that's a good shout. That's a yeah. good shout. Adam Brown says, why was both Bellas survived that long? I smell John Cena's influence in late part of the Women's Royal Rumble. That's a possibility. A strong, strong yeah, possibility. Um, Adam Brown says, I'm glad Nakamura won because it looked like uh, Roman Reigns was going to win for a very long time. Yeah, and I think everyone was around yeah. the world just sat there like, no, 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 no. Um, uh, Braun and Ronda versus Triple H and Stephanie at WrestleMania. That's a good shout. That would that be bad. Be, and, that, and that way you get brought over. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Michelle McCall did great. Yeah. Michelle McCall did pretty yeah. damn good. And then in the last chat of the night, Adam Brown goes, I'm, I, I, I'm glad the Golden Lovers are back. Yeah, me too. That was amazing. Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, me and Esther will talk, talk about that tomorrow during the uh, podcast. Where we're going to cover the uh, New Japan New Beginning show uh, that happened on Sunday. So looking forward to that tomorrow as well as another edition of LK Live covering the news. Um, but feel free to promote anything you wish to promote. Uh, you feel free to follow me online, uh, Facebook or Twitter at the KC Walton. Uh, you can follow my writing for MMA UFC on fanside.com slash MMA. Uh, you can follow them online at fanside MMA. Follow us every week here. Uh, everything from WWE, New Japan, and everything in between. Uh, whatever LK feels like covering on some of those live ones, you will never really know what different promotions are going to come up. And that's what really, you know, kind of widens this gap. Uh, that we have here and the new Japan coverage is amazing. I always tout that because I use it. Um, there's a lot of things that I can't watch every time on new Japan, but the stuff from this weekend, I mean, I caught the highlights of it and obviously there's some huge uh, feuds and there's some huge storylines going on there. And some of them were great. Um, the Tanahashi match was, that was a clinic. Oh, I love that one. Um, you know, some really good things going on there as always. I mean, it's one of those things, if you're not a new Japan fan, um, even if you don't understand everything about it, once again, I always, you know, admit I am a very, very casual new Japan fan, but whether I know the storylines or not, if you just sit back and watch the matches, God, they're so much fun. The, uh, 
Rapogny 3K and Young Bucks match. The psychology of that was loads of fun to watch. Um, they do some great stuff over there. So, and of course, LK and SOS has that covered to the T every time. Uh, you follow us for all of our Raw and SmackDown recaps here on the KC Show. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of interesting stuff over the next two nights uh, as we kind of really kick off the road to WrestleMania and we get the fallout from the Rumble. I know uh, Raw tonight is going to have a lot of the Elimination Chamber. I think the first three Elimination Chamber qualifying matches. So, Well, at least they're good for them for actually doing qualifiers. So I can't run about that, for God's sake. Damn it. Uh, but we'll be back <laughs> with the KC Show on Wednesday. We'll be recapping the beautiful Raw and the fucking shitty SmackDown. <laughs> So, well, fingers crossed they're both good. You know, I don't head into the shows thinking they're bad, but when they are bad, I get to know I get to enjoy myself and go off the hook yep. and shoot on Mojo Rowley. But with that in mind, thank you guys for listening. If you're listening on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, follow, five-star rating, comment, share. You guys know the gist. You're not morons. So stay safe, stay well, and we'll be catching your answers down the line.